What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Ship Happens with Go and Gabe. And this is episode two, where we will be talking about dating your best friend and figuring out how you can make it work after somebody has cheated on you. So if you're interested in these topics, well, sit around because we got a juicy one for you. But of course, if you have your own topics, don't forget to send those requests or like issues in over at relationshiphappens at gmail.com. And of course, over at shiphappens underscore ph on Instagram and Twitter. This episode is brought to you by no one. But if you'd like to sponsor us, please do. All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the second episode of Ship Happens with Go and Gabe. So today we are going to pick out two topics again from our fishbowls that, well, they're not really fishbowls, but they're just, you know, bowls that we used with topics in them. And some of them are from you guys already. So thank you so much mm -hmm. for sending those topics in over at relationshiphappens at gmail.com. And of course, over on our Instagram and Twitter at shiphappens underscore ph. So we're going to get right into it. I'm going to go first this time. I don't know okay. what I'm going to be getting. Um, <laughs> I'm scared, Margo. I'm really scared. Um, I'm not going to look. We have a because... plethora of options and topics and situations to go through. So this right. is going to be very exciting. It could be anything, really. And even more so because more people added, like, have been messaging me with their own topics. So yes. we'll see if I get a new one. We'll see if I get one from the old. Here we go. Here we go. Pulling one out right now. Oh, it's another skin. I hate the thin ones. This the thin ones, because there are thick are the ones in ones. my bowl. No, the thin ones are the ones that go straight to the point, and we can't Ooh. have like beat around the bush. So here we go. Got it. Oh my gosh! This was the one I was dreading the most. Okay, so what is it? Oh God, Margot. Question for from my little bowl: Is dating your best friend a wise choice? My question first is why, why do you resonate? So why are you reacting so much to it? No, because I feel like <laughs> a lot of my clients have told me about their situations okay. and it's been more so recently because it is cuffing season. It's cuffing mm -hmm. season. So a lot holiday. of people are just like, yeah, a lot of people are just like grabbing onto whoever they can grab. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, and yeah, so if your best go. friend is easily grabbable, <laughs> then of course you're going to grab them during cuffing season. But since this was your question, what do you think? What are, what are your first thoughts? I know well, you felt you feel a certain way. It sounds. I've, so I've I told... maybe we could get your your Gabe perspective, your mm. personal perspective, and then your your relationship coach perspective. Honestly, they're one and the same. Mm -hmm. because I feel like dating your best friend is very tricky. To be quite honest with you, Margo, it's so mm -hmm. tricky because, yes, you have that connection. Yes, you know each other so well. But at the same time, I want you to remember, you know this person as your best friend, not as a partner. And that is so different. And I keep telling this to people that I coach all the time. Yes, they, you know this person like the back of your hand, but you don't know how they are, or at least even if you do, you don't know how you will react to it when you're the one receiving all, let's say, the crazy, all the, all the idiosyncrasies, right? And I think that that's something that you have to really watch out for. And personally, I think that, yes, it's a great foundation. I always say this, friendships, great foundation for a relationship. 
mm-hmm. but dating your best friend is it the wise choice is it the wisest choice rather um i would say tread with caution this will require a lot of communication a lot of being on the same page because you are comfortable with each other already mm-hmm. right so since you're comfortable with each other you as best friends there tends to be a, a, a kind of like a gap in communication mm-hmm. wherein you don't communicate what you need or what you want as a partner. So mm-hmm. that's where it's going to happen. That's where the complication yeah. arises. So yeah. for me, it's a lot about working out things and really being extra communicative just because this person or, you know, she's your best friend doesn't mean that you're going to kind of like be a good partner. Exactly. Or be just like, take it for granted be like, I don't have to communicate this. You're because you're going to expect that this mm-hmm. person knows so knows. much about you. Oh yeah. True. Right. So yeah. Absolutely. What are your thoughts? No, I, I agree with that. No. Well, like you said, I think friendship is a great foundation mm-hmm. um, and best friends is a great foundation because there's a lot of things that your best friend can do around you that it probably takes a while a partner to do around you, you know, like take a poop. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, like burp, you know, like show, show the not so attractive parts of yourself. And it's kind of cool to, to see that already. Mm -hmm. And then, and then feel, Oh, well, I'm still attracted to you. I've seen you poop. You know, I've smelled your poop. You know, we we've right. we've had um we've had food poisoning at the same time because we went to XYZ and now we know what each other looks like, possibly at our worst, you know, everything coming every single direction out of our bodies. You know, right. it's kind of nice to have a friend like that and then mm-hmm. and know, hey, I've seen you in a really unattractive state and mm-hmm. I'm still attracted to you. That means there's something there, right? Sure. It's not just, it's not just a physical thing I could be attracted about, which let's be real. Oftentimes we get super lost in the sauce of mm-hmm. physical attraction. You know, that right. lust where we're just like, oh, they look good. I wonder what he's like as a partner. She's like as a partner, etc. cetera. Mm-hmm. And um, we don't stop to think about all the ugly they might have. Hey, <laughs> and we have ugly too. It's, I'm, not, I'm yeah. not saying we're not. Yeah. Everybody has their ugly. Yeah. You know, but I think with um, a best friend, you could see the good, the bad and the ugly. And depending on how long they've been your best friend, because, mm-hmm. uh, okay, let's also be real. Some people try and play like they've been best friends for quite some time, but they haven't really been, <laughs> you know, and they're like, oh, but they're my best friend. Like y'all been best friends for like three months. Like, <laughs> let's be real. You don't really know each other. Right. right. And so you have to ask yourself, is this three months of being best friends, something that you want to compromise quite mm-hmm. yet, you know, um, right. or do you, wh- what is your goal? Do you want to really find someone because it doesn't honestly just a couple months of being best friends doesn't seem like a compromise to me mm-hmm. personally, but if it's someone who's been in your life for years, Right. If it's someone, you know what I mean? Like they, they've heard you um, and your frustrations with exes and you've heard their relationship issues. You Mm -hmm. kind of already know what their crazy could be, what their issues could be, what they need to work on. So I would say, like you said, Mm -hmm. communication is key. I would say if it's worth the chance, ask yourself, one, do you have faith? that 
they're they're still going to be your friend after you bring up feelings. And I think it's really important that if you bring it up to let them know something like, you know, I really value our friendship, but I do care about you. I love you. I want to see where this goes. And I feel so I feel so confident in our friendship that you're not going to make this awkward. That is such kind of like a and that's happened to me before. And I absolutely love this person. Yeah, I love I love this person for being able to say that because I feel if it was approached in a different way, I would have just been like nervous and maybe just avoided and just been like, what do I where do I take it? Like, what do I do? Do I just completely ignore this person? But I don't you know, we continue staying friends. Mm -hmm. Um, and that is someone I will always love in my life. Um, you know, you grow up and, you know, start families and do all these other things, move countries and you're, you're not as connected and that's fine. But at the end of the day, like I know that, well, I felt that he brought it up in a very Uh mature way that it wasn't like a, Oh my gosh, I'm going to tell Margo about this. And if she says no, Oh, you know, right. it's it's more, yeah, it's more so he was managing his, his expectations. And I think that's really important to manage your expectations if you decide to do yes. this and communicate with your best friend. Hey, if we give this a shot, you know a lot mm-hmm. about me. Like, <laughs> let, let's let's be real. Tell me, tell me what my issues are. Like, well, no, you know my issues. So if it's communication, you got to work with mm-hmm. me here and you got to like push me to communicate better. You have to ask yourself if this is a relationship you want to grow with because you're going to have to put even more effort. Exactly. That makes, right? No, I think that that's where a couple of pitfalls that we have to watch out for in terms of dating your best friend comes into play. The first one is that comfort, like I said, mentioned earlier and what you just said, right? It's because you feel like you're already so used to this person that you don't have to put in the effort. Like it's going to be the same. No, it's not. You are no longer just best friends. There's a lot of expectations as much as we don't want to say that you should, you should expect things to change. You know, it's going to change. You know, you're now this person's partner. She's going to want you to be there for her during times that you could have said no as a best friend, right? He's Mm going to want to expect you to be more patient with her rather Mm -hmm. with him rather than, than kind of like, you know, it's, there's going to be that kind of like, and you're going to have to put in that effort. That's going to be the mm-hmm. difference there. That's the first thing that's going to change. Second thing that's going to change is if it doesn't go as planned, right? That you're absolutely correct. You decide, both of you will actually decide whether or not it's going to be awkward. And if you're thinking right now, if you're sitting in the car, listening at your desk right now, <laughs> thinking, oh crap, I think I do love my best friend, but I'm scared to risk it. You have to make sure that if you are going to risk it, you need to be prepared for whatever like outcome that is. If Absolutely. he or she is going to say, hey, I like you, or no, we should say best friends. And then both of you get to determine how awkward you both will be. So you really have to <laughs> set it aside and be like, okay, you turned me down, but you're still my best friend. You got to swallow your pride, man. Yeah. You really do. You, you got to be like, Hey, I tried. At least you know you tried. And mm-hmm. that's what I want you to, to, to kind of like walk away from. I tried. Mm-hmm. You did your best. You at least put it out there. And now it was like an, an effort, a team effort for you to decide, hey, 
should we try this or not? And if one person is in it, isn't in it, then that's fine. That's then fine. walk away and continue mm-hmm. on as best friends as you would, right? As you would, mm-hmm. as they say, as yeah. you would soldier. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's accepting it. Right. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, if you don't accept it, you're going, you really are going to lose your best friend. And if they decide, awkward. right. You're it's, it's, it's just going to happen. You're, uh-huh. you're going to be strange around them. You're not going to be as open. You're going to be, su- there's going to be so much resentment, but you know what? The other thing is, and I challenge everyone to, uh, well, think about it Ooh. first, right? <laughs> and, but, but it would be good because we need to be able to express ourselves. Mm-hmm. And that is too, if we fall for our best friend, right? you know, because yes. if you don't, there's going to be a whole lot of resentment and just judgment like why right. are they choosing that person exactly you know, like ew you know like they i i could treat them so much better and <laughs> then you might start to feel a certain way and that's going to change your friendship as well mm-hmm. so it's kind of like it's good to be able to put it all out there exactly. and let them know hey i don't want this to change our friendship if you're not interested but i'm interested right Exactly. No, you got it right. Because I think that's a good point there. A good point you made. If you're going to set it aside and keep shoving it down and ignoring Mm -hmm. it and not address it, it's actually going to end up ruining your friendship in the long run. Exactly. Or you're going to blow up. They're going to, right. They're going to end up going on another date with someone, getting their heart broken. And you're just going to be like, well, I told you not to date that person. You know what I mean? Like, it's just going to be so crazy. And they're going to be like, whoa, where did that come from? Yeah, exactly. It's going to be like, yeah, like, what? (laughs) Like, I know you thought that he wasn't that great, but what? Like, why are you so mad? And then you have to kind of go through those feelings and be like, well, I'm mad because I love you. And then, you know, it's just like, it's, it's good to reflect about it, be able to express yourself if this is truly really what you want to explore. Um, exactly. If you're not sure, then, you know, let, let it sit there, let it simmer for a bit and reflect a bit more if this is something that you want um, to give a shot. So but I want, let's a difficult thing. I want to run over like the pros and cons now. Maybe that's something that we can of help being? people of being pros and cons of dating your best friend. Okay, right. Yeah. So the pros is definitely, you have that connection. Your family <laughs> already loves them. Most likely. Yeah, I was going to say, right. Say that, yeah. You've, I mean, are they really your best friend? If you never, you've never introduced them to your family. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So that's another one. You already know, like, you know, in the, in the Filipino term, bajo, they're stank. Right. Okay. You already know. Yeah. I didn't they're... know that that was like the term that yeah. in lingo, like bajo actually means uh, stinky, right? It, yeah. it smells bad. Um, so you're talking about the unattractive traits. Yeah. The stink. Yeah. You know it already. Yeah. yeah. You, you it. know all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you also have, I guess you have that, I guess that love already, which is going to be leading us towards the cons. You don't know if that love is platonic or romantic right? Mm. And most likely you're going to zoom past your relationship so fast because you're cutting through all the getting to know each other stage, right? So you're, that's a con. You're going to, you're going to skip right through the honeymoon period and getting to know each other and just go right into just like sinking into it. Here's, here's my thing. I think that, I don't think that that's necessarily a con because like Mm. you kind of, 
you've kind of spent years or however long you've been best friends going through that getting to know you stage maybe it's not a honeymoon stage now you can get to the honeymoon stage where you're like okay let's see how it is being intimate that's the part that (laughs) might be a con what if there is no physical chemistry no sexual chemistry you know that that might be a problem you know if you constantly Exactly. It's it's good to talk about it. Maybe share what your likes are, what you what you don't like, what your hard passes are, um, you know, and like kind of. But see, if they're your best friend, you probably know more or less, maybe not everything, but a good deal of um, what they like and they don't like. Right. You know, if if you've gotten to that point in your conversations if, right. as as a friend. Um, but that would be something to watch out for. Do you, I know? And and knowing your side of it, like you feel physically attracted uh-huh. to this person, sexually attracted to this person, they might not feel right. that way too. So now, kind of accepting ask, that, yeah. How do you traverse now going into, let's say, that sexual chemistry and not making it awkward? Because <laughs> let's say the first time you make out or even, you know, let's be real, we're all mature here. Have, you have sex and become intimate with your best friend. Mm-hmm. How do you put aside that that awkwardness? Because you, this is going to be the, technically the first time you're going to be doing this with this person. And I, I think a good kind of thing to know is that it's going, it's probably going to be silly. Uh-huh. It's probably going <laughs> to be funny. So <laughs> allow both of you to laugh right. and kind of get through that awkwardness and be like, yo, we are so awkward right now. <laughs> And, and work on it, like c- continue to communicate on how things could be better and what your partner desires and share what you desire. And um, hopefully you get past that kind of awkward stage because l- let's right. be real, it's going to be awkward. It's going to be like, wait, sure. but like, I literally saw you pick your butt the other day. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, how am I supposed to be like, yeah, let's make out, you know? Um <laughs> You know, it's it's like you you see the the goofy side of them, mm-hmm. the silly side of them, which is endearing, but at the same time you're just like, what? How can <laughs> like, you be intimate with that person? Yeah, like like, and you don't think about that. Uh, well, a lot some people do, but a lot of people don't think about um, enjoying that goofy side of a person, that right. playful side of a person. But if you if you um, embrace it and say, hey, that's a possibility that we might start making out. Again, communication <laughs> beforehand is is probably your best bet. Right. Okay. So that that's that's some great like tips for you. But there's here's another con, right? Your best okay. friend. You run to this person all the time for all your problems. Mm, who you gonna what go? If, to? What if your problem is that person? So how do you that's run hard. to that person? So well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you what do you think? What are you what are your thoughts? My thoughts there is that you need to have another support system in place, mm-hmm. right? You can have more than one best friend. I don't know how mature sure. you are, but you really yeah. should be able to have to have at least more than one Absolutely. best friend because mm-hmm. that way you kind of have somebody to turn to when you are having problems with this particular person. And I think that with even if you, you're not lovers with your best friend, you don't always run to them if you have a certain problem, especially if it's about them, you need mm-hmm. to find another outlet um, that would be healthier for you. This isn't even just about going into a relationship with your best friend. If you only have one best friend, try to develop that relationship with other people around you. 
because mm-hmm. you need that support system, especially what, because honestly, if you only have one best friend, I will say that that's kind of codependent, right? Mm. Because you're, yeah, yeah, it could definitely be. Yeah. You're really putting everything onto this person. And what if that person suddenly leaves? Where are you going to go? Nowhere. Yeah. So it's yeah. the same thing. And especially more so if you're going to be, if you're going to entertain the idea or start dating this person as, as a romantic partner, because mm-hmm. if there is something, and I'm not going to lie, relationships are not smooth sailing all the time. There's going to no be rocky way. periods. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to have to run to other people and you need to find other people to run to and talk to about mm-hmm. that. So what are your thoughts on it? I want to, I'm curious. Well, I think having a healthy support system is good, you know, mm-hmm. knowing that you could turn to the right people who have the same moral compass as you um, right. is is good. But making sure that you are confiding in people that you can mm-hmm. trust and aren't just going to kind of, I don't know, people, it's it's hard. I'm, you know, being a relationship, relationship coach, we've, I'm sure you've, you've noticed this too, that a lot of clients, they don't feel that they could open up to to anyone Mm -hmm. that they're close to. Um, and so that's why they go to a coach, right? Because it's not, yeah, that's because it's not easy and it it really isn't the easiest thing. So maybe it isn't, um, a best friend. Maybe it's someone like a professional, a therapist, a psychiatrist, a relationship coach, a life coach that you could go to, to kind of navigate how you're feeling. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think it's always, uh, it's always more important to talk to your partner first, if mm-hmm. it has anything right. to do with them. And if you've tried and tried um, and nothing's getting through, then you should ask for a different perspective from someone um, on how things could get better. Mm-hmm. You know? um, or if you just need to vent or cry or, or do whatever you need to do. But at the end of the day, it's really important to make sure that the, the person you are I'm talking to most about it is the person you're trying to fix things with. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Regardless if this person be your best friend or not, you need to talk Mm -hmm. to your partner if there's something wrong. Right. You need to be able to say, Hey, I'm struggling with work or I'm struggling with you right now. You're being insensitive. You're being very irritable. Tell Mm -hmm. them because they might not even know. Right. But the Mm. the important part is to let them know how you feel about how Mm. they're behaving. Right. You got to let them know how you feel, because if you just outright tell them you're doing this, you're being that you're acting like this, it feels like an attack. Exactly. Right. So if I'm just like, Gabe, you're you're annoying or yeah, you're, you talk too much or, you know what I mean? You're just like, yeah, you're just like, what? (laughs) Like, where did that come from? But if I said, Gabe, you know, I feel like I'm not being heard. There we go. Every time I try to say something, you start talking about something else and you're not really listening to me, Mm -hmm. you know, a little bit of role playing here on shit happens. <laughs> um, but you know, that is, that's basically it. You know, there, there's a, a nice way to approach it, a gentler, um, soft approach, uh, mm-hmm. to communicating. And you have to ask yourself if this isn't resonating with your partner, what right. am I doing? And I what think that's I what on? you need to do when yep. you are dating your best friend, because you are going to be 
you're going to feel a little bit more privileged, I would say, to just go straight mm. for it and be like, yeah. hey, you're being annoying, right? Yeah. But then yeah. That's, that's invalidating them. Yes, that, that's with, but that's, yeah, that's with your best friend cap on, right? Right. Because like you and I, I will tell you all the time, I tease you, I bully yeah. you, but in like the most endearing way I feel, I hope you feel it too. No, I don't. Um, <laughs> but if we were to start dating like for real oh gosh mark <laughs> you i'm sure i'm sure there would be a part of you like this business like exactly he is rude you know like i can't believe she just told me that you know like why would she say that but as as a friend it's like we could joke around with each other <laughs> and tease each other and pick on each other sometimes when you put the the relationship hat on right it, you people get sensitive exactly you know and it's and it's being aware of that sensitivity exactly um, it, exactly you yeah. could not have said it <laughs> any more differently because it's that sensitivity that comes with the relationship yeah and that's a difficult thing to traverse and you have to really be communicative i think that that's yeah. the really core of it all you need to communicate hey this is what i'm feeling what are you feeling because absolutely Am I feeling this as a best friend or am I feeling this because you're my partner now? Yeah. Am I feeling yeah. this? You know, you need to clarify, clarify, clarify. And if at you guys aren't day, on the same page. Yeah. yeah, go ahead. At the end of the day. No, I was going to say at the end of the day, it, something's going to change. Oh, for sure. Yes. So, so at the end of the day, you have to accept that if you open up, which we do hope you do, because obviously you have feelings. Uh-huh. Um, there's going to be a shift. Exactly. Now the shift could be what you find ideal and the shift may be not something so ideal or mm-hmm. it looks ideal at the beginning and it just completely changes. Right. You know, midway through and when you when you start to see maybe in a relationship we're not compatible, maybe as friends we're just compatible. Right. You know, but it's it's all about reflecting too and communicating. And I think that expectation of change needs to be there. It's not going to be the same. It, it really will not be the same. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, you need to understand that, oh, yeah, let's just put a label on it and be together, boyfriend, girlfriend, yeah. Yeah. or boyfriend, boyfriend, or girlfriend, girlfriend. Yeah. No, it doesn't work like that. Mm-hmm. It will change. And you need to be okay with that. Because sometimes some partners will say, you've changed. Obviously, I'm your partner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not your, it's not, I'm like, and and it's really nice Um when partners say, you know, I married my best friend or I've been with my best friend for mm. so long. That's great. That's great. Yes. But were they there? Rare occasions. They were best friends to begin with. Right. Very exactly. rare occasions. But, um, you know, they weren't always your best friends. They grew to be your best friends because you exactly. guys have probably gone through so much together. Exactly. And that's a beautiful thing. But at the end of the day, it's like things are different when you become a couple. Exactly. You, know, you could you could be best friends and then become a couple and then be best friends. Mm-hmm. That's a possibility. But there's still this space of learning how to be in a relationship with yes. a person. And you have to navigate that really well with communications. Otherwise, shit will happen. <laughs> shit will happen. I love that one. Ooh, you were you was, were scared for it? I was scared for it because there's a lot of like a lot of people feel for that. I have a lot of people. Okay, come who's to me. your best friend? I have like a couple because <laughs> I have a healthy support system. Shout out to Jolo and Jam. Love them. Ooh, you know, they're they're the best. 
They're the yes, best they support are. systems out there. So yeah. How about you? Who's your best friend? Oh, I have so many. I have Sunny. I have Yusuf. I have, I feel like Lauren is one of my bef- best friends. You and Renzo are definitely oh, my best friends. Like, I mean, to be duh. real, like, honestly, I, I'd be crying in front of y'all all the time. And That's you just true, let me guys. cry. Yeah, I'll get me like true. Snickers. <laughs> So That's yeah, how you get Snickers uh, for I, free. Yeah, exactly. I you know, sometimes I cry just so you guys can get me Snickers. Nothing's really going wrong. I'm just kidding. This is not a paid sponsorship by Snickers, by the way. <laughs> but but okay. Colorado Snickers. There you Next go. One. Next yeah. one. Your your bowl. You did you pick okay. one out already? Yes, I have one in my hand. Okay. Whew. Oh. Oh. Okay. Oh. <laughs> this is interesting. My ex cheated. I want to make it work, but I don't know where to even begin. Ooh. Oh my God. Okay. I have a question for you. Okay. Do you believe oh. in the saying once a cheater, always a cheater? No. Okay. Why? Because I feel, I, I believe in change. You know, <laughs> I wasn't the person I was 10 years ago. I wasn't the person I was 20 years ago. I was, how old was I? secret it's a secret no I already just gave my but I believe that people can change you know Mm -hmm. and we're not perfect but if um someone truly wants to be a better person Mm -hmm. um and sometimes it takes hitting rock bottom Mm -hmm. to realize what um you have right in front of you um but I don't I don't think it's healthy to keep accepting a cheater Mm-hmm. keep accepting maybe you could give them one more chance to see where uh, this is going but if you they keep on cheating you know um right. fool me once shame on you fool me twice shame yes. on me right <laughs> um you need to take accountability for yourself and what right. position you're you're putting yourself I so um exactly it. yeah with whoever wrote this it's it's more so did they cheat more than once you know, um, mm-hmm. and get to the bottom of like what they cheated. Most often in relationships, unfortunately, cheating is a is a lack of communication yes. and um, uh, an unmet need. Yes. You know? So there we go. So it's like, what are we what were you looking for? And what were you not able to communicate to your partner or what was your partner unable to communicate to you and not meet your needs in Does that so make I, sense? <laughs> you know, I think what you're trying to say is you have to ask your partner what was missing that made you look for it elsewhere mm-hmm. absolutely I, I I'm not justifying it like, exactly we're not justifying we're not oh my god yeah. cheating is horrible yeah. but yeah. you have to understand why did he do it is this and not just he she Women mm-hmm. can cheat too. True <laughs> so um, I want you to understand that you need to understand why your partner cheated on you. Because if it's a habitual thing, then you know, mm. leave that. Leave. Mm-hmm. Run the other direction. Don't look back. But yep. if it's because, you know, for some reason, your partner felt like you weren't available for them emotionally... And that's mm-hmm. where they were going for, for that emotionally support. Then that's something that you can address for yourself and maybe your partner won't do it again. Mm-hmm. Right. That's yeah. one thing you need to understand that there was something that, what was that something that your partner was not getting in your relationship mm-hmm. that they looked for in somebody else? 
Yeah. And once you understand that, you get to kind of like figure out, is this something that we can fix? Or is this mm-hmm. something that you are just dealt with and yeah. that's just who you are? Yes. So bye. Bye, Felicia. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. It's evaluating, taking inventory of what mm. what happened, what where the shift began, where they became unhappy, where I became right. unhappy, you know, and and really getting to the to the bottom of it and seeing if that's something that you both can work on. And if, you know, obviously, like I said, a lack of communication, if your partner cheated on you is because they couldn't, they either expressed what need wasn't being met mm-hmm. or they didn't. They either right. expressed it and you couldn't provide or mm-hmm. you wouldn't, you, you, you held off and you just were not, um, mm-hmm helping them with that need or they didn't express it to you. Either way, it's communication. Right. Let's you make know. that, I want to make that clear. So for example, if your partner said, honestly, straight up, I want more sex mm-hmm. and you didn't and, put out, right? Because for whatever reason, it's fine. Mm-hmm. If you, if yeah. you don't feel it, then you don't feel it. Yeah. Um, then that might be the reason why your partner started looking for sex elsewhere. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's where you evaluate. I think that's a good word where, um, if you can provide that to your partner. Mm-hmm. If not, then maybe that's not the relationship that you can be in. Maybe your sexual energies are not compatible, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That's just one and, perfect example. Yeah, and being able to express why you aren't wanting to have sex. Mm-hmm. You know, because there's a, there's so many reasons, right? Like right. they're like, I'm so tired. I've been stressed. I don't feel attractive. I've gained weight, you know, like there's so many reasons why you wouldn't women hormones. Like there's men hormones. Like there's so (laughs) many reasons why people may not want to have sex and communicating that to your partner might allow them to understand more. But if you're just saying no, 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 no. Um, and they insist and they're trying to find out, but you're not sharing with them why you're feeling this way. Mm -hmm. Um, and why you don't want to have sex with them, that might be why they're feeling like, okay, we're not communicating. I'm trying to ask for this. Mm. They're not even telling me what's going on. Um, and then they unfortunately look elsewhere again, not justifying cheating, but, um, if you, but if, if this, cause this scenario is, I want to make it work, but so this is what you need to do to make it work. If you choose to try um, really get to the bottom of it. Talk about, you know, what could be missing, how we didn't mm-hmm. communicate these things and what we can work on together. It's going to be a team effort mm-hmm. like any relationship sure. is. And now more than ever, but it's the best time I would say, um, if, I guess for lack of a better term, best time to really get to know your partner a bit more, right. and get to know what what stopped you from communicating these things? You know, a lot of times when, like f- with your example um, mm-hmm. of, you know, partner wa- not wanting to have sex, um, like I said, people feel unattractive. Exactly. You know, so, so there's like this self-esteem, confidence aspect to it. Mm-hmm. And you have to ask yourself, okay, how can I work on my confidence and my self-esteem so that I can be a better lover? Right. Exactly. You know, if, if I really want this relationship to work. You really have to figure out that, is it something that both of you have, you know, actually, I want you to think you both have a say in making this work, right? 
So it not it's not just your partner who cheated. Yeah, she or he done he did you wrong, but mm-hmm. you also have to understand that maybe you did something that led that person to cheat, right? Mm-hmm. And we're mm-hmm. not like again, not I hate it that we have to keep on clarifying this. We're not justifying the cheating, justifying yeah. But it really is understanding that there is a, a you know it's action and reaction. So mm-hmm. the lack of action thereof might have caused this person to react. Mm-hmm. that way sadly yeah. that's how they reacted i wish honestly they didn't and they should mm-hmm. have just reached out to you and say yeah. hey something is wrong yeah i need this <laughs> or this isn't being met for Absolutely. me that would have been yeah. a better way for it mm-hmm. but of course they're probably thinking i don't want to make my partner feel bad or especially like let's say for emotional unavailability some people are just emotionally unavailable for certain times. Yeah. They already know that you're so stressed with work and that's why you've been kind of like walled off and not spending time with them. That That's why they started cheating. They don't want to bother you anymore because they've already felt that, okay, she, she's she's just, you know, busy with work. She's not going to pay attention to me, so I'm going to look mm-hmm. elsewhere. Or he's yeah. he's just he's just always involved in his meetings and never for, never never has time for me. So why mm-hmm. would he give me time? of his day to talk about this. And mm-hmm. that's where they just like take it onto their own initiative and just looks elsewhere. And that's something that you have to understand. If you are the cheater, don't be afraid to talk mm. to your partner. Ooh, yeah. Especially because I will say this, you are aware that you are going to be cheating. It's not like, oops, <laughs> I fell into another person's lap and I started oh making gosh. out with this person. <laughs> that's not the case. You know, this is happening. So understand, why am I doing this? Is it, if it's lack of love, then that's something that you need to talk to your partner about and be like, absolutely, I've fallen out of love. That's okay. And that's for another topic as well. Um, Or if it's, you're not paying attention to me or you're not giving me sex or I've felt so disconnected or et cetera, et cetera. You need to feel, you need to understand that you need to say that to your partner before you actually do something Mm -hmm. about it. Because- Otherwise, you are actually committing that act. And it's it's like, sure, you have reasons to do it, but is it the right thing to do? Why mm-hmm. not talk to your partner first? Yep. And then discuss maybe we shouldn't be together. That's yeah. that, that, but, that that's something yeah. there. Yeah. And though that's a it's a good um reflection for people who may be on the line, you know, walking a thin line of, oh my gosh, this is so tempting. I should cheat on my partner. Um, that's you. That's Not you. you but you who's listening. <laughs> yeah, that is you. Um, and that's what, that was the advice for you. But for, if you're a cheater and um, you want to make it work, with your mm-hmm. partner and your partner wants to make it work with you, what you're going to need to do, what you're going to need to do. Cause we talked about what the cheaty has to do, you know, right. try and understand what unmet needs were, if any, right. what communication uh, conflicts there were and all that, mm-hmm. uh, what a cheater, what someone who cheated would need to do to help the relationship is be an open book, right. you know, like let your partner know, I know you got a lot of questions for me, <laughs> so ask away and I will share what you feel comfortable with me sharing, you right. know, because at the end of the day, and you know what, you, you have to be real with yourself, both, mm-hmm. both people. Um, 
if your partner, if you're the cheater and your partner says, well, I want to know every single detail, uh, that's right. going to get, it could get graphic. Mm-hmm. It could be very, very painful for the mm-hmm. cheaty. And I feel like a cheetah right now, like <laughs> cheater, <laughs> cheaty, cheetah. Um, but it could be very painful for the cheaty and the cheaty should be well aware. Um, if you ask for something, be it might, yeah, be prepared. It might not be the easiest thing to hear, but if your partner is sharing it, um, that's, that's them owning their mistake mm-hmm. and them feeling, okay, what I need to do now is to gain their trust back and right. share what whatever they need to know. So be wary of what you want to know as far as like the details right. as to maybe the actual uh-huh. situation. Um, but I think what's more important, if this is a one-off thing, I think what's more important to find out is what led to it right. rather than the act itself. Right. You I know. agree. And as yeah. a cheater, I will say that if you're already you're there- a cheater? You were no. you cheated on no, someone? No, 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 no. You I'm, said as a cheater. No, as a cheater. Wow. Dave Roberto I, is a cheater, guys. Let's not, just put that on record. I have never cheated on anybody. I, will take the I sound have bite. been cheated on. I have never been cheated. I've never cheated on somebody. Okay. Um, For the cheater. If you're the cheater. There you go. No, I'm, I'm just putting myself in their shoes because that's the kind oh, of coach I am. Empathy. There you go. <laughs> empathy. Okay. Uh, oh my gosh, Mark. <laughs> All our listeners are probably thinking, oh my God, Gabe's a cheater. Um, cheat on? <laughs> nobody. All my exes, okay. I've never cheated on y'all. Okay. okay. <laughs> That's on the record. By the way, so what I was, I was saying, if you're a cheater, and as a cheater, like if you're sitting there right now, you need to evaluate, do I still want to work on this relationship? If not, Absolutely. let your partner know. That person does not deserve to be in that relationship with you just because right? Mm. Then that is, that falls on your, you're hurting this other person, Mm -hmm. right? You're hurting Mm. this other person knowingly that you are cheating on them. Yeah. So you need to take up to that ownership. Look at you getting all hot and bothered (laughs) for all the, all the cheaters out there. Look, (laughs) cheaters, you need to tell your partner. And see, that just shows you that I've been cheated on. Yeah, it does show you you've been cheated on. And <laughs> which, you know, it's it's a tough thing, guys. Let's be real. If you've been cheated on, you know, we're not trying to make light of it and right. um, act like it's it something sucks. easy to laugh about. It sucks. It's the worst. Ugh. And and it plays with your confidence and your self-esteem. But um you know, and that's something that you can work on because you mm-hmm. are amazing. We're all amazing in our own way. Um, but at the end of the day, if you want to stay in a relationship after someone has cheated on you, those are the things you need to do. Truly oh. get to the bottom of it. Yeah. There's two more though. You're oh. going to need two things, patience and trust. Mm. True that. Right. And but- trust is going to take a while. The, the oh. patience, that's why. Yeah. Patience is the process. Trust is the long-term thing. Patience is kind of like you have, like for the cheater, you have to be patient with all the questions, all the questioning moving forward. The hot and cold. Right. You have Mm -hmm. to be patient with that because if you are willing to work on this with your partner, your partner is not going to immediately be like, oh yeah, I trust you. 100%. I'm back. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They're not, they're going to be walking on eggshells around you. Now, if you're the cheaty, the patience is 
understanding that you need to give this time to repair itself, Mm -hmm. right? It's Mm -hmm. not going to happen overnight. Um, And most of the time you have to realize that it's on you. It's that trust. And that's where we're going to lead into that trust needs to be built. And the only way, sadly, there's no magic pill to give trust and build, rebuild trust is to give it again blindly. But that's why you have to talk to your partner and say, look, I am willing to give you my trust again, but am I going to be doing this foolishly or am I going to be doing this because you and I are actually going to be working on this relationship? And, and you know, that not just trusting your partner, but trusting yourself, mm-hmm. trusting yourself that one, you're going to be putting in the effort so that if there was an unmet need, you are going to adjust. You're right. going to see what you need to do mm-hmm. as a partner um, and trusting yourself that if there are red flags, you're not going to ignore them. Right. Right. Communicate, communicate mm-hmm. it at yeah. When you see it, when you spot them, be like, look, you're What's not talking. On? Yeah. You're, yeah. You're, you're spending more time again in the office. You're doing this. You're doing mm-hmm. that. You told me you're out. Um, but, you know, I saw pictures of you. Mm-hmm. Um, you told me you were going to go for a business trip. <laughs> yeah. But then I saw so pictures you're of you. are lying to me right now? <laughs> right? So you got to communicate that and yeah. be like, "What's what's wrong here? What's happening? Why didn't you feel like you could trust me? Mm-hmm. with the truth and then that's where you kind of get bottom of the things bottom of things and then figure out if this is mm-hmm. still something that you both are willing to work on is that trust rebuildable is that is that relationship kind of worth saving and is, is that relationship something you still want to be in and part of mm-hmm. if not Ooh. then move if it is then work on it so yeah if you are going to give your partner another chance after they've cheated it takes a lot of work it's probably the hardest thing to do yeah dude it takes so much work but if that's truly what you want and if it's truly what your partner is willing to put effort into then kudos to you both because you know sometimes those really big humps those really big um, challenges in a relationship can make things even stronger for communication for intimacy, for actually understanding and and knowing each other's needs. So uh, we hope that things work out for you, listener, whoever turned that in. And um, that was really good. I super loved both of our topics this episode. That was, that was, was, those are packed topics. And I gotta say, I hope that people walk away learning something about either their best friend or even if they're considering giving their partner another chance after they found out that they were cheating Mm. on them or if they're sitting right there right now thinking about cheating on their partner think twice buddy yeah Yeah. I think I I just feel one last time I I need to say we need Uh to say we do not condone cheating we we do understand that it happens in relationships right um but we're not trying to justify why it happens. We're just Mm -hmm. trying to get people to understand um, you and your partner a bit more should you decide to stay in that relationship. Because it's not wrong if you want to. Um, Just be mindful of if this is a pattern. And if it's a pattern, you know, ask yourself what your goal is in the end. Right. And if your value and your goals are not aligned with them, walk away. That's fine. You don't have to work on it. 
if you realize that this person is in some, if for example, straight up, let's make this as simple and straightforward as possible. If cheating is your non-negotiable value, walk away. Peace out. Yeah. That's fine. You do not have to give this person a second chance. Yes, you had a connection with them. Yes, you had a great um, spark with her, you know? But at the end of the day, those aren't your values and you got to just like run and just be like, look, mm -hmm. I can find somebody who will embody the same values that I'm looking for. Yeah. I feel like you needed a mic and just like mic drop it right now. <laughs> but I don't know if that was your phone or my phone or your laptop or my that laptop. Was your that, that, that was That was you. My bad. I was about to get on you and be like, seriously, <laughs> Gabe, you're so unprofessional. But Marco, you don't even you know so how, where my phone is at this point in time. I know. I was so. like, what is, I, I looked around. I was like, nothing popped up. I don't know what's going on. But I really, really did enjoy this episode. Yes. Um, Thank you guys for tuning in to Ship Happens. This is a weekly podcast on relationships with yours truly, Go, Margo, and Gabe. And um, the last one, we hope you guys enjoyed it as well. If you haven't, check it out. It's over on Spotify and Anchor and all these other podcasts. Podcast. Google there Podcasts. Well. There, yeah. And then you can also send in your relationship topics over at relationshiphappens at gmail.com. You can tweet us or send us an Instagram DM over at shiphappens Happen. underscore ph. There we go. I was about Again, to say that's... a bad word. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you. If it accidentally comes out, then that's what happens because literally that's what happens. It accidentally comes out sometimes. <laughs> but at ship happens underscore PH, I have talked too much about poop in this episode. <laughs> yeah, you but have. We do hope you <laughs> we do hope you all enjoy and we will see you all next week. <laughs>